Hi, everyone. Welcome to Office Hours. Here are today's questions. We have two of them. Question one. I've off and on read about BCAAs and glutamine as a staple for bodybuilders to help with protein synthesis and general repair. Any thoughts on adding that as a supplement for someone who is increasing workout volume and intensity? Any evidence that it can help with muscle uh, recovery and repair? So um, we'll, we'll talk about these separately. For branched chain amino acids, they're likely not going to be helpful if you're eating enough protein throughout the day. And when I say enough protein, you know, if you're getting around 1.6 grams per kilogram, there's definitely, um, you know, I've seen no evidence to suggest that boosting amino acid intake through branched chain amino acids is going to be further um, beneficial. Um, and you might as well eat, you know, your, your protein from real food anyway, if you can. If anything, if I had to choose an amino acid supplement, I would go with essential amino acids, not just the branch chains. Um, essentials include the branch chains, but also have some others in there. But again, I don't see even the essential amino acids as helpful unless you are in a significant caloric deficit and not eating enough protein from real food. Or if you're doing a lot of fasted training, which I wouldn't recommend anyway for someone who is increasing workout volume and intensity and trying to maximize, you know, growth and, and recovery. Now, glutamine, on the other hand, does have some evidence behind it being potentially beneficial for recovery and maybe performance in certain populations. However, that evidence is mixed and the studies are relatively heterogeneous uh, with respect to subject population and the overall methods by which they're, for example, determining um, you know, muscle recovery, muscle breakdown, catabolism, that kind of thing. It is possible that beyond recovery, glutamine may have some beneficial effects on post-exercise immune suppression that you sometimes see with higher volumes and intensities. So if you are pushing those variables, it might be worth considering L-glutamine from that perspective as well. I wouldn't necessarily call it a low-hanging fruit compared to things like, you know, uh, getting enough total calories and enough protein and enough sleep. But I would say that glutamine is a low-risk, potentially higher-reward supplemental intervention to try. It may also have some beneficial effects on gut health through positively affecting gut permeability, inflammation, and also the gut microbiome. Typical doses of glutamine are in the range of 5 grams all the way up to 30 or more grams per day. So you're probably going to need to get it from a powder versus a capsule form to get a good therapeutic dose. Question two, right now creatine is the only daily supplement I'm taking. Are there any other supplements that you think highly active people should be taking? So creatine is an excellent, excellent choice. Um, if you were just going to take one supplement daily, uh, you know, creatine is, is probably, um, you know, on the top of the list for sure. Um, and it's certainly not just for highly active people. Uh, maybe a good multivitamin if you're really pushing volume and intensity since micronutrient needs, um, based off of, you know, how much ATP you're, you're producing and going through might be higher, um, than normal for very active individuals, but you could also just focus on highly nutrient dense foods, which I know this particular question asker already does. Magnesium is probably another consideration, especially if you're sweating a lot with your training. 
if you're eating fatty fish a few times a week, say, you know, three, four times a week, you're getting a serving of salmon, sardines, mackerel, herring, anchovies, black cod, that kind of thing. Uh, you probably don't need to supplement with omega-3s if you're not, um, you know, doing those those fatty fish uh, multiple times a week, then that might be a consideration. A um, couple of grams daily, maybe. Zinc is another nutrient that I often see low in people that are sweating a lot. You can certainly test your zinc status. Um, but, you know, again, a nutrient-dense diet, if you're consuming, you know, a can of oysters, for example, on average over the course of the week, you should, um, plus maybe the zinc you're getting, you're getting in a multivitamin, you should be covering your bases. Um, maybe again, if you're sweating a lot, you bump that up to two cans of oysters a week and you know, you're, you're getting way more zinc than you would from a supplement anyway. Other than that, I would really focus on training, eating both calorie and nutrient dense foods and sleeping well. I think those are going to be, you know, like, biggest lovers to pull here. Hydration, I guess, will also be important. And some people, especially those eating a whole foods diet, might end up being lower in sodium if they're sweating a lot, in which case sometimes an electrolyte powder can be helpful. I know a lot of people like Element, which is higher in sodium, but you can also try just focusing on salting your foods very well uh, with a good quality salt. Or there are some homemade electrolyte drink recipes that you could certainly try as well. Uh, actually, one more thing. It is important uh, for everyone, but perhaps this is highly or especially so for highly active individuals. I would try to get a good source of collagen in your diet, um, either daily or most days of the week. I would shoot for at least 10 grams, maybe more up like up to 15 to 20 grams. Um Glycine needs will be higher in uh, people who are turning over more muscle tissue. And from a, the perspective of keeping your tendons and your ligaments healthy with higher volume and, and um, intensity training, I think that collagen can be a very useful. It also happens to be a great source of glutamine, um, although I, you're not going to be able to get a therapeutic dose of glutamine um, from a, either a gut or a, a you know recovery perspective from collagen. Um, but it, it just happens to be a little bit, you know, of a bonus there. And, um, you know, you can get this from collagen peptides. Uh, you can get this from gelatin. Um, you can get this from, you know, a good quality bone broth, but again, a minimum of 10 grams, maybe more like up to 15 to 20 grams, um, or, or more if you want to on a daily basis. Okay. Um, that's it for today. So, um, hopefully that was helpful. Please continue to send in your questions and I hope everyone has a great week.